Welcome back, everyone. El Saker Show, episode seven. It's been good so far. We got we got a special one for you, though. Um, oh. I think to be fair, yeah, I want to start with talking to Kenya because he's annoyed me or something. He doesn't know it yet. Wow, wow, bro! You see, you took a screenshot. Yeah, wait. Why is my name Pip? Why is my name saved as Pip? <laughs> you know why you're saved as Pip. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's a story yeah. I have to tell you so one day. Remember them days? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. That's it. I like that. Nah, uh, do you want me to change it or do you want to keep it? Nah, nah, it's cool. It's cool. It's a nice it's little story there. It's nice. <laughs> uh, so, what are we talking about today? Um, We're talking about things today. I say a lot because we're not talking about much. <laughs> However, we can start on toxic masculinity. Oof, right in the deep end. Yes. Yeah, someone suggested it. Um, we talk about toxic masculinity. Oh, wait. So Should I say the names? I know the two people that suggested it. Yeah, you might as well. Yeah. Give, give them that free promo. All right, then. So the first person was um Mariam, and the second person was Tamandra. So this, this goes up to yeah, them. Shout out to, shout out to them, too. You know, hopefully we don't disappoint you. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> Honestly. Uh, uh, toxic masculinity. What is it? Yeah, that's what a is question. It? What is it? You tell me. Anyone? Anyone want to go? Okay. Uh, you tell me. I'm like, oh, wait, I, I, I don't know. The... Okay, what? Well, okay, what? Look. What do you think the general uh, like? Look. What do you, what do what do you like? People generally think of I when cool. they hear toxic masculinity. I cool. So, the what. Bruh, what it actually is, yeah, hmm. it's just um, it's like harmful behavior or like attitudes that are associated with men. So okay. this could this could be like suppressing emotions, acting in aggressive or like a dominant way. Um, hmm. yeah, it's just it's just like it's just um, like, no, yeah, I say that. Okay, I say that. That's what it is. Okay, so it's like extreme. Um, let's just say extreme versions of what traditional let's say masculine um, attributes are stuff like that i, I wouldn't so say men... i wouldn't say extreme i'd say like that's just like the general like consensus oh, right. okay, okay cool. and you said it harms men themselves or society wait what so okay so, so there's these attributes yeah, yeah. that mm. are within that are called toxic masculinity but why why they were toxic is it, it presupposes oh. that something's bad oh oh so if we're getting like proper into it what's it called um we can speak about like the the etymology of the word which means not the origin and it was like first used by Timmy, by the way yeah yeah i'm here with you uh, i'm on the journey bare silent bro it's like i'm like no oh, i'm just listening have i left i'm engaged I <laughs> it was, it was um, the psychologist called shepherd bliss in it mm-hmm. uh in the 80s and he used it to separate the negative traits from the positive traits and he just used the term toxic masculinity as a means of like making the the distinction fair enough okay so it's, it's just fair. like the, the distinction between the negative traits and the positive traits okay so so like get, what examples of toxic masculinity is common all right cool like, so i'd say um you see when you hear like boys will be boys uh-huh. okay yeah that's that's like the most common it's like let's say um you see, like little kids play fighting, like two boys play fighting. Um, yeah, yeah. People just come. People just say like, "Oh, like boys will be boys." Like, oh, it's, it's like it's natural, man. It's natural for them to fight. And 
Okay, yeah. So it's like, basically, the problem here is that we're kind of like disregarding violence and we're normalising. All right. I'm... So not, oh, right. So instead what of... What if they're just so... having fun, like, rolling around? No, but, look, they could be having fun, but at the same time, like, like obviously, like, I want to say take accountability for your actions, but as a youth, yeah. Oh. As a youth, I don't really think you're thinking raw, like... Mm. This is bad. Like you're just, you're, yeah, exactly. You're just having fun. Oh wait, so is it like a thing where um, it's almost let's say priming boys to believe that you know what, any action that I take, it's not that deep mm. because I'm a boy. It's just who I am. Yeah. So if I'm being overly aggressive for no reason or have I re- re- repressed my feelings or whatever, it's because I'm a man or I'm a boy or whatever. Yeah. It. it um. I think. I think like. I would, I don't know like would you not say it's biological? Um just yeah, I I I do think so, yes. Mm. And I think it's evolutionary as well. I think men have just evolved in that way. Mm. Um to just be leaders or dominant. Or, yeah, like dominant in the family. So I don't know. I, I don't yeah. I don't really have any biological like research or anything yeah. to back up the claim, but I, that's just what I would believe would make the most sense. Mm. Right, it cool. is. I, yeah. Go on. No, 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 you, you, you go. Yeah, so we're adding to facts thing. I feel like if you go back to like all the way, um, when we were like cavemen and stuff, um, strength was like a major attribute, obviously, because you're, you're in a survival mode, you're trying to hunt and stuff like that, isn't it? Yeah. So, like, naturally, uh, the man, because men are scientifically stronger than women, um, they're gonna be the leaders of that pack, so the women will be somewhat inferior to them in some sense, because obviously, they have the men have to go out and hunt and. Yeah. You know, they're the leaders. So yeah. it's like, like first I said about this evolutionary evolutionary thing. Yeah, we've it's almost like ingrained in us that, you know what, we're leaders, we're dominant. Mm-hmm. And that's, in some sense, it's there, it's true-ish, like maybe physically. But I think the problem with toxic masculinity is that it starts um, spreading into everything. So, oh, women shouldn't be able to go and work. Or, you know, I'm a man, I, still, I deserve to get paid more. Or... You know yeah. that kind of stuff, or I'm entitled. If if I told a woman I want to have sex now, she she can't tell me no because I'm a man, mm. kind of thing. But, yeah, yeah. it is. Um, that's what's it called. That's um. So I, I think like it works alongside like the perpetuation of patriarchy. Mm. So it's like obviously um living. I don't even know how to say it, but like like con- in the contemporary world right now, like you you just hear. Not not so much now, but when you're growing up, um, what like a man was supposed to be like, and how a woman's role was yeah. supposed to be like in it. Yeah, yeah. And I I just feel like that that makes a massive impact on like the individual. Yeah, yeah. So so, do you guys think we should have gender roles? No. You know it is. You know it is. It everything li- links like biologically, bro. Yeah. Do you know it is? Yeah, and... with gen. With gender roles, yeah, <clears throat> I agree with what you're saying. The only thing I would say is that just because there's gender roles, it doesn't mean that, you know, you're stuck there. Like, you know, you stay in the house, you look after the kids kind of thing. But I mm, feel like there's, yeah. there is some flexibility. Like, you, if you want, you can still go out and work if you're a woman or you can still do whatever you want, if that makes sense. I don't know if you guys agree with that or not. Mm. What about you, Kenya? You know, it is. Uh, I just want to say, um, instead of just looking at it, like, Obviously, Farhat brought in interviews, which which is is good, is great. 
But instead of just looking at it from a biological aspect, um, we should also consider like the psychological aspect. So like Go I'd on. say um there's this there's this thing called like the social learning theory, innit? Mm. Oh um, yeah, yeah. I, I'd link it to this in the sense that um when we we're talking about how um females should take care of their, their children, um mm. yeah. what if this was learnt through them like looking at their, their mothers or like uh, a mother figure? So like they they've learned now that okay maybe I'm the one that has to look after the child and like let's say um let's say you ha- let's say you had a son or whatever mm-hmm. um your son would look at your wife with like your newborn or whatever and and he he might think okay look my mom is taking care of the child maybe yeah. and he'll grow up to think okay um when I my mom will take care of the child um women are meant to take okay. care of the child yeah I'm with you. G G you get yeah 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 so like every, every, everything can be learned essentially that's, exactly that's, that's what I'm trying to say like um and if if it can be learned then things can be unlearned so we don't mm. we don't have to we don't have to um follow this like tradition yeah we don't have to follow the tradition that only a woman um will should look after the child okay and can too and and just mm. like for other little different notions as well like you could just break it down and just unlearn it i guess exactly exactly okay yeah you know thinking like i'm trying to make that relevant in in my life and i with me like obviously i grew up with like a single mom for a lot of the time but I, my dad was in the picture as well mm. but um one thing i realized that my mom was almost like a jack of all trades that like, she was doing things which were <clears throat> technically what you say the traditional male responsibilities so yeah. I, she'd go out in the garden and clean up the garden, do all these different things, come back in the house, clean up, cook, um, take care of my younger brother and sister. Then she'd go to work, work in two jobs, come back, like literally doing everything. And of course, you know, that's kind of circumstances and, you know, the fact that she's a that single mother, she has to definitely has to do all these different roles. Yeah. I remember me growing up, I was looking at that thinking, no way can a woman be inferior to a man when my mum is able to do all these different things by herself. So, like, for me, I've always had, like, a kind of, um, let's say, understanding that we quit, <clears throat> that men aren't superior or, you know, a woman is only bounded by these certain gender roles. She can go out, like you said about things being unlearned and learned, like, yep. she, a, a woman can do whatever, like, she can go on and do whatever she wants. So can a man. A man can come home and be the, let's say, the person who stays at home and, you know, cooks, cleans and whatever. Yeah. So, man. yeah, that's one thing I've taken anyway, but I don't know what you guys think about that. No, I, I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Yeah, I would agree with that as well. But um, I want to ask you guys a question: Do you guys think men and women should have like absolute e- equal rights? No, you know, it's that that question spins me. Because <laughs> equal rights in what sense? Like, as in like, everything should be equal. Like every opportunity the man has, the woman should have in terms of socially, like economically, like in terms of all aspects. Why not? Like within the house. Uh, Why not? Why not? What's the problem? Oh, you see that? Okay, cool. When you say it like that, oh. there's, you know, it is. It, I think in certain things, cool. I don't mind there being equality. Like for instance, if you're like the gender pay gap and all these different other things, you know, being paid differently and you know things like that, cool. But then I feel like there's some aspects that you know you can't be equal. Men and women can't be equal. And, yeah, and I'm, just, I'm just, I'm just being a devil's advocate here. Like, give me an yeah. Okay, so so can we can we can we agree? That there are differences between men and women, like biologically, hundred percent, hundred percent, and psychologically. Yes, yes. Like women tend to be more emotional, or whatever. Men tend to be more aggressive, etc. Yeah. So yeah. there are differences between men and women. Yeah. Yeah. 
So if there are differences, why should there be absolute equality if they are different? Because that's mm-hmm. biologically, we're talking socially here. Yeah, but if you're biologically dispositioned to do other things, then you shouldn't have absolute equal. I mean, you first have to prove to me why we should have equal rights when we're different. Like we're equal as in as in human beings, but biologically and um and psychologically we're different. So why should we have equal rights? Yeah, do you know what it is? I feel like with that, it's a thing where nowadays <clears throat> things not being a hundred equal tends to people think that okay, cool. If we're not a hundred equal, there's some form of um let's just say things are not right. Things are not going right. If that makes sense. So just because a man and a woman aren't one hundred equal doesn't mean one is disadvantaged and the other should be disadvantaged it just means that you've got certain things going for you i have certain things going for me if that makes sense you know it's, so it's, it's, it's all it's all it's all good it's from a, a man's perspective it is it is <laughs> like and you've grown up in a in a world full of patriarchy then you'd feel different mm-hmm. that's true that, well, that, i've that grown we, up in a world of patriarchy we, we can't we can't really we can't really speak on something where we don't know about like we're not going through this. In terms of what though? In terms of what? What? Okay, tell this, me. This, tell me this, what. This, what could, this could be. This could be anything, man. Discrimination. It could be anything, bro. Yeah. I think the the only problem I think some I don't know for I feel like some people some women would have is that it's just that just because you're a man why should you have why should you have more than me or be more advantaged than me if that makes sense or, or more privileged yeah. than me if that makes sense but I think it's more just like Kenya said the patriarchy it does benefit men in some sense. Mm. But um, if you have, like, like for that, so the general equality, as just like a framework, they, then I think that helps. Of course, we're going to have differences. And, yeah. you know, we have to accommodate for those differences in certain circumstances. But, um, yeah, I just feel like the general equality does make more sense. So, like, like for that, so the education, you know, being paid equally, um, you know, being given the same opportunities in some sense. So if yeah, a man and a woman exactly. both, yeah, it's like correct, um, career progression and stuff like that. Yeah, well, this is the problem. When when I say um, this, we shouldn't have the same rights, that doesn't mean men are going to have more rights than women. It just means they're going to mm. have different rights. So that's why I'm saying we have a general equality in terms of opportunities and etc. But when it comes to our differences, we should have different rights. For example, okay. yeah, like... So just because I said we have different rights doesn't mean men have more rights than women. It's just we just have to balance it out. You know, I want you know just to like um, I want to throw a little question. Actually, not even a question. I just want to say my piece on toxic masculinity again, real quick. Um, my only concern with toxic masculinity is that I just don't know where do we draw the line on you know what is classed as toxic. If you know what I mean. And my my issue is just that I feel like at some point there's no, we're going to reach a point where. Um, the lines between what's actually good when it comes to masculinity and what's toxic is blurred and then <clears throat> we start losing a sense of what masculinity is like for instance um, let's just say being dominant if yeah. a man is just naturally just dominant all of a sudden you know he's toxic when is that really the case you know what I mean I feel like sometimes people use the, use the, the term toxic masculinity too loosely and you're just left with men questioning Right, is my masculinity? Am I masculine? What, what's masculinity? Am I affecting society? Like, am I a good, you know, citizen? That you know kind of thing. Go on. It's it's all about perspective. It's it's all about exactly. how, It's all about how you attribute the the masculinity. Because mm, mm. obviously, um, you could see how men being dominant may may be negative, 
and you can also yeah. see how it may be positive. Okay. Like, okay, in what in what terms is men being dominant uh, negative? Um, how let's say um taking ownership of women. Oh, like full ownership. Not when I say ownership, I don't I don't mean like you physically buy her, bro. It's just like yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, it's just like um like mental ownership. Yeah, okay. yeah. Oh yeah, I would disagree with that as well. And then yeah, for, for for positive, it would just be like oh like let's say being a natural team leader, like I'm just I'm yeah. You know, you get me? Yeah. 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 Well, that's how we've survived. Mm. We had leaders. Wait, would you guys say that yeah. toxic masculinity is like subjective in a sense? Like, um, yeah. of course what one woman, yeah. So that's like another thing that, what if, for instance, um, you know, let's say 15 women believe that, you know what, me being fully aggressive is, oh, yeah, he's a real man kind of thing. Mm. And then maybe another 20 people, another 20 women say, oh, no, nah, he's toxic. Like, he's toxic masculinity, da, 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 whatever. Like, it's bullshit. Because think about it, yeah. What if like, my girl wants me to tell her, get into doggy style right now. Get in that position. Yeah. What if she wants me to tell her to get into that position? Mm. Yeah. And then another woman would be like, oh, that's toxic. And then when my girl goes to LeBron, yeah, and he's just like, bitch, get your ass in that position. Huh? Then what then? Like I'm just I'm chatting shit right now. But what I'm trying to say is, and let me make, let me try. Yeah, so what's the point? This, let me let me make this simple. So I'm just trying to say that what one woman believes is toxic, another might see as being a manly trait, a positive manly trait. That's what I'm trying to say. Right, right. Okay. Yeah, because so we don't have we don't have a real definition or a line between just positive masculinity, masculinity and, and negative toxic. masculinity. Yeah, I get what you mean. It is. <laughs> even even with social media, yeah, this word toxic has been blown out of proportion, bro. Hundred yeah. percent. Like, like you you can't use the word toxic everywhere, bro. Not everything is toxic. Like, just, just <laughs> chill, bro. It's like it's like the men are trash phase. Like, yeah, bro, you've never been hurt by anyone in your life, Fam, you, and you're here. You just saw Jennifer, fam. You the thing is, most of the time, yeah, you're screaming men are trash just because Jennifer down the street said that her man did this and that. Exactly, nothing's yeah. happened to you, bro. Honestly, I like, just calm down, bro. Like, you know what it is? I feel like they're just trying to fit into like the social norm, of course. Mm. Uh, Everyone's so, a sheep yeah. nowadays, bro. I mean, this is what yeah. I mean. I think it's so important for you to be yourself, um, and you know, like express yourself honestly, yeah. Um, I agree, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I agree. Because, like, do you guys think that like, just a, do you guys think that um, social media affects um, we call it the self so what you'd class as being yourself in today's society 100 percent, and i'll tell you why go on because on social media I, I i don't even know what it is like i don't i don't have any science to back it up or whatever mm. but you know like people will create these illusions of themselves yeah so you, you'd portray yourself in at almost like something that you want to be but you're not mm. yeah. And then this, this like illusion will just you'll spiral into like a pit of unknown where you're like, raw. I don't even know myself. Mm, like, yeah, you're, you're busy trying to impress everyone else, and you <clears throat> haven't sorted yourself out. Yeah, you haven't discovered who you are, and you're given a false image of who you are to other people. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then um, yeah, man. Yeah. That's I mean, because you go on, there's 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 so many things that affect how how a person like acts or maybe 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 act differently to how they would normally mm. in terms of their natural essence yeah um, 
So let's talk about a few things that might affect, you know. Okay. So we talked about social media. Yeah. I'll say another big thing is like, yeah, your upbringing. Mm. In what sense? So let's just say, um, this is a very, very drastic, like, this is extreme, but say for instance, you grew up in a household where domestic violence, you know, you grew up in a house where there's domestic violence and stuff. Mm. Um, in your head, you believe that we could now, you know, I, as a man, can beat up a woman if she chats to me in a certain way. And you feel like that's yeah. you. That's just how it is. And you think that that's, you know, just who it's you acceptable. are. Re- exactly, acceptable. But in reality, it's just because you've, be, you're tra- you've been traumatized and you've seen your father or even just your mother, it could be either way, has yeah. um, engaged in domestic violence. So I think that's one way. I don't know if you guys have another example. Yeah. So, I, yeah, I'll bring in pretty much, like, to cover everything. But I want to talk about... Um, like a way to honestly express yourself. Um, okay, go on. And this, I'm taking this in a different perspective, but this is this is a philosophy from like Bruce Lee, and Ooh. it talks about flow state. Have you guys heard of flow state? No. Yeah, hundred percent. I love flow. All right. Oh, I thought so. A lot of people know this. A lot of athletes would know this or whatever. But basically, flow state is a state of mind. In basically, a person is fully immersed in their activity. Yeah. So if I was, for example, if I'm fighting. It just means I'm in a state of mind where I'm just fully immersed in that and I'm just it's a mixture of enjoyment. So I'm not really thinking about anything else. If that makes you're basically yeah. in a moving meditation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um so I think like the way to honestly express yourself is through flow state. Because like when it comes to like um for example, like a fight in a sport perspective, or like when you're playing an instrument or dancing for a crowd, like our anxiety gets in the way. Our depression yeah. can get in the way. Our thoughts can get in the way, um, and I'm using the term depression loosely here. But um, so, to, for in order for us to honestly express ourselves, like to our core, we have to eliminate all thoughts, mm-hmm. um, and like pretty much let whatever emotion flow through you to flow through you naturally. Um, okay. Yeah. So, for example, like a child is constantly in a state of flow, but then over time, you know, we we like pound that kid with social conditioning, all these factors that he should focus on, and eventually that natural flow like slowly yeah. starts to dissipate like the voices start taking over and he's detracted yeah. from the moment yeah so like not just in activities we do for example like where it could be like cooking or yeah like different things but we have to be not worried about the the future and not worried about the past but the present Can't um, DM. <laughs> where to put a paper sorry sorry <laughs> Yeah, so like, like even when you work out, for example, like practice working out without counting the reps, without thinking about it. So just feel mm. the muscle, like feel the actually feel contract, like the yeah. muscle the muscle fibers tearing, and you'll actually engage the muscle more, like through that flow, and you'll get a greater awareness of your body, or like an understanding of your, what your threshold truly is, or like what you're truly. Yeah, another, thing as well, another good time as well for me is when I'm when I go for more, like walks in the morning, and you actually just breathe. Like this sounds so mad, but I actually just concentrate on this breathing in the morning like and it's obviously it's a little bit cold and you just feel that air it's just you traveling throughout your whole body I've, i'm not gonna lie it's so like um therapeutic it's, it's amazing but yeah that's just me- yeah that's <laughs> meditation right yeah 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 i feel like there's just so much anxiety put on young people like just 100%. it's literally like thrown to us like we're in a society where we're constantly bombarded like stimulation constantly tell us how to be afraid of this to be afraid of that like if you don't get the best grade for like the best grades yeah. are going to be fucked for life. Yeah. yeah. It's just constant fear, like, perpetuating into put, our minds. We put, and we put pressure on ourselves as well, I think, at times. Like, yeah. 
for instance, if you want to go back to the social media thing, I feel like at times we have like almost like a digital what's it called persona. So that what Kenya said, it's like we ha- almost have two. Like, we're living like double lives. So of course we're gonna feel pressure. You know, online you might have an online presence which shows you being mad productive or you- you're you're revising twenty four seven, and in reality you're going, you're watching Netflix, and you know I don't know what else you're doing, but you're messing around. So that kind of like that detachment between you know this digital self and this like kind of well this real life this reality mm-hmm. puts so much pressure on you because now you've set yourself up to you literally set yourself up because everyone expects you to be this person who's revising who's doing this and doing that or it can be anything by the way but yeah. you know and you're just not meeting that expectation that you put on yourself yeah if that, that, yeah if that makes sense yeah so it's sad man we have a lot of, and i think even recently they did a study that our generation has the most like um cases for mental um, illness and stuff Mm, like back in the day it used to be um joint pains and back pains because you know you'd go out and you'd work and you'd be a factory worker but now it's just you know social media you got all careers and all these different things it's crazy yeah yeah just just to touch on flow state again kenny you've probably felt flow state like a lot of gamers experience this yeah let, let me hear it so like you know, like, I'm just going to give you an example you can really relate to. Like, you know when you're playing Call of Duty? Yeah. And, like, you're just in your room. You're in, like, the safe bubble where, like, you have your headphones and you're not, you're not really thinking about anything. Mm. But you're just kind of, like, just flowing. You're just, you know, running through the map. And you actually start playing much better. Yeah. Mm. And then, so, that's flow state. It's basically, yeah. like, when you're just not really thinking about anything. And the thing is, once you start, like, once you start, like, the moment you start raging or thinking too much about what you want to do, you get stifled. And you, like, start yeah. tying yourself up. And yeah, so that that's flow state. Um, yeah, I felt in exams as well. Like when I'm writing a, like an essay or something, for maybe like 20, 30 minutes, I'm gone, and I'm, I come back. And yeah, like, yeah, you kind of like yeah, you start looking at the clock and shit. It's like, yeah, and that's when you clock. lose your flow state. You start looking at people's shoes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the moment the moment you realize you know your own flow, you lose it. Yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, like when like when I'm in the gym, unless I'm sparring. Like, yeah. I don't really know what I'm doing. Like, I have no mm. freaking idea what I'm doing. I'm just doing what I've, like, refined into my body. Like, what the moment calls for naturally. Or, yeah, like, what my, na- my conditioning calls for naturally. Yeah. Like, in the moment, like, my, my brain just knows what to do. Like, which direction to move. Mm. Um, like, just, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. That's what kind of man would say was system one. Your system one's fully taken over. So, that's your intuition, your perception. Everything's just there. Yeah, Imagine. there's no time to think. As soon as you think, you just you kind of like freeze, and that's you when wake you get up. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. But um, talking about like um, what's it called, Kahneman. Like that's like one of the books I'm reading. I was just wondering, like, well, you know, and hab- a habit that you guys would recommend to someone because my Kahneman links to one of the habits I would recommend to someone. So I was wondering, what would you guys, what what what's one habit you'd recommend to like the viewers? He wants to go first. Uh-huh. Um, you guys go first because I, I have. Oh, I'll, I'll go first because, because um, my one is definitely reading. So, like, I feel like reading is such a um important important thing to get into. Like, I know that when you're growing up, when you have to read all these different random books in English and all these these Macbeths and you know, Inspector Calls, which wasn't too bad, but um, you know, reading all these books that you're not interested in, it can scare you a little bit and give you like a bad you know view of what reading is. But if you actually say, you know, I'm going to go and buy this book, uh, book maybe self-improvement, especially um, books about finances and stuff like that, I think it's very, very important because you learn so much. And even like, auto, like autobiography, oh, my God, 
autobiographies or whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> you can you literally can download or you can absorb someone's whole life, their whole experiences throughout their whole life in like what a few pages, or probably like three hundred pages. But like, in three hundred pages, you can download their whole life, their whole experience, and everything, which is so powerful. I, I just think reading is just the key to everything. You can't. People always say, oh, I want to be rich. I want to, you know, make money. I want to invest. I want to... And you can use Google, but, you know, I think you have to just read. I literally think reading is everything. I swear to you. I'm loving it recently. Yeah. What about you, Doc? Um, I'd say mine is planning your day the night before. So, mm. this is this is something I've started recently. So, yeah. Like, I must have been watching this YouTuber. I forgot his name in it, but... Um, yeah, he talk he talks about um like how you can maximize productivity, you know. Mm-hmm. So um I'd say in terms of like your actual life, the only person preventing you from progressing is yourself. Like I constantly yeah. hear people saying, Oh, I don't have time for this, or I'm too busy, whatever, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. If you the night the night before, if you actually just sit down and write in your journal, I right, call. Cool. What's the yeah. most important thing I could do tomorrow? 100%. When's the, when's the earliest I can get it done? And like, what else must be done tomorrow? Like, it, yeah. it can be simple. Talk. It could just be like, oh, make dinner, work out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it, it, it starts so simple. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, it is, um, there's this thing called like decision fatigue, isn't it? It's basically, uh, it's, yeah, basically know, yeah. it's basically just like um, contemplating. Mm, mm. And that, like, contemplating drains productivity, bro. You'll sit there and yeah. think, oh, like, oh, I need to do this work. Should I do it now? Yeah, or, yeah. I'll do yeah. it later. Yeah. Once Can you I got... Oh, pardon? Yeah, like, with that decision fatigue thing, yeah, they yeah. say how, like, in, in a day, there's only a, there's a maximum amount of decisions you can make. Mm. So there's a maximum amount of decisions your brain can actually undertake for a day. So you see how you say you plan things? Yeah. That just makes things so much easier because you don't get... Or decision fatigue because obviously you already planned that I'm gonna do this, this, and this. Exactly. So you don't have to, like you said, contemplate and think about it. But yeah, I'll let you continue. Go exactly. On. And then the thing is, once you've completed all you've done in the day, mm. you'll, you'll then look at yourself and be like, "Raw, like I've done all of this in one day." Yeah. So yeah. imagine what you could do in a week. Imagine mm. what you could do in a month. Imagine what you could do in a year. Yeah. Just by just by that. something so simple. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> no, man, but that's that's just all I've got. Yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Yeah, it's, I, it's important because then, you know, it's like a snowball effect as well. Like, say, for instance, your first one is like literally make breakfast or something. When you make yeah. that little bit of breakfast, you're like, okay, cool. A little bit of dopamine starts going through because, all right, I've achieved one thing. Tick. Then tick, you go for the next exactly, thing. Exactly, exactly. Tick, tick. Yeah. And you, you're happy because you start thinking, right, I can do this. And you go throughout your day and it's, it's amazing. Honestly, yeah, it's you, good. you haven't wasted a day, bro. Like, Exactly, yeah, we waste a lot of time. We waste a lot of time. Yeah. What about you, Um, I got two, but they're kind of linked. And the first one is practicing gratitude. Yeah, because, like, I think one of the biggest reasons of depression is not actually looking at the good things in your life and focusing Mm. on the bad. So just practicing gratitude, like, and, like, so just always feeling thankful, whether it's you're thankful to God, or to mm. yourself, or type of people, just always be, always like practice gratitude. I mean, you might make a, you might write a thank you note to someone or to yourself, 
Yeah. Um, like, um, you know, you might pray to God and show gratitude there. It could be whatever, but practicing yeah. gratitude is so important and there's research on it. Like, yeah. it's proven yeah. that it makes you happier in general and more content yeah. and, you know, a better quality of life. Um, and the second one is meditation. And it kind of links yeah. during meditation. But um, meditation yeah. is so important. And not and meditation have to be, it doesn't have to be like you sit and for two hours and do nothing. It could just be for yeah. 10 seconds. Just because, just like, when good or, or bad things happen, let's say something bad's happened, you now move on to the next thing with, like, a negative mind state. Yeah, you um, haven't sat down and eat. Yeah. Uh, so you just, exactly. So you have to just kind of just take that as long as you need to just refresh your whole mind. Because there's yeah. been so many times where I personally, like, something bad might happen to me. And I take that energy and just throw it onto someone else. Or like, yeah. as soon as yeah, they come to me, I have yeah. that. So sometimes when something bad happens, I'm just like, okay, let me just, it could be like, for just, it, yeah. just reset my mind. Literally just reset. Yeah. Yeah. Then just go back to just chill mode and then I can do what I want. That's actually so, so yeah. true. Like, do you know what it is? Cause I feel like, um, I think you said it before, how especially in this time, you know, everything's so fast paced and like, you're always on like, let's just say, a hundred percent. You're always running at full capacity, nonstop, nonstop. Your brain's always thinking. You always think about something or oh, the next two days or whatever. Sometimes you literally have to give your brain just like maybe five minutes just to just calm down and go back to neutral, just relax. Because sometimes we don't even go and get enough sleep. Sometimes we stay until we stay up until like what two a.m. Then wake up at like seven. Then maybe go again and then like yeah. give yourself a little break. Yeah, important. It's yeah, important. and. Also, meditation actually links with like what I said about flow state. I mean, practicing meditation where you're in that state where you're not really thinking, it, mm. it allows you to enter flow state more easily. So yeah. a lot of this is why a lot of athletes meditate because it allows them to get into flow state a lot easier. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. If, and you, just, if you're oh? gone, are oh, you go first? Sorry, are you finished? <laughs> yeah. Just just to finish up on like habits. Yeah. Um, like people have a heavy association with like their thoughts. Like, they're strongly identified to their thoughts and what, like, they think it's a part of who they are. When in reality, like, that's not necessarily true. Like, you're not your thoughts. Mm. Like, that's just an illusion. Like, you're actually your mm. habits or, like, what you refine, like, time and time mm-hmm. and again. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. That's why, like, when you turn off your mind and you just let out who you are, who you are come mm. out naturally. So, your habits, that is who okay. you truly are. That is being yourself. Like, thinking about your next move, like, oh, should I say this because it might be more funny or whatever. That's not who you really are. Um, yeah, just letting yourself like letting your next move come out naturally, free flow. Like, that is who you really are. Yeah, it's like no filter. Yeah, like your natural essence. Mm, mm. I'm just saying big words now. Like, we call it, um, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's to actually like, um, let's say solidify and habit. All you have to do is just do it for like 21 days. Once you do it for that like, 21 days, it sets in stone. That's how long it takes to build a habit. Oh, and, is that um, like proven? Yeah, it takes 21 oh, days. Okay. So three weeks, isn't it? So um, we call it um, the whole thing about meditation. Uh, app that I recommend, yeah, it's something called Headspace. Like, if you're new to meditation, it's really, really good. Like he literally speaks you through it, and it's such a you can do five, ten, or fifteen minutes meditation. And it's so good. So Headspace, you can find it on Apple, you know, you know, it's Apple Store and Play Store, whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah I've tried that, but I didn't really like it. I mean, I didn't really go into it properly, so. <laughs> Just try out yourselves and then yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um yeah, um I was gonna talk a bit about um like visualization or whatever, but I think I'll just save it for the next one. Okay, yeah. Um I think you might hear me. Yeah. Yeah, you're back. All right, cool.
I was yeah, listening. That's it. I, I was think, end I, it. I want to end it off on a, Yeah. I want to end it on a little something real quick. Do you yeah. want to end it on anything, Kenyo? I. Oh. Just... No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm done with my preaching for today. Okay, I want to just make a little quick joke, really. It's better be funny, Taj. So, this is a lot of pressure. I hate when I, I shouldn't have said that, you know, because now it puts a lot of pressure together on a laugh. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Don't think about okay. the flow. Ooh, knock knock. Is there? Time. Time who? Time who? Time to end the pod. <laughs> You know, it's it's time to get you off the podcast <laughs> and get someone else because <laughs> that was that was oh that, was, that was shocking touch. Oh, All right. Um, also, we looked at the statistics on our YouTube channel, and it turns out that seventy six percent of people who watch our channel aren't subscribed. So please subscribe <laughs> to the channel, guys. That would be freaking great. Fucking, if you don't subscribe, yeah. I'm coming for you. I'm actually gonna come for you. Yeah, it's not gonna give you a bad joke, so. Make sure you subscribe. Honestly, guys. man. Yeah, definitely gonna um, give you a bad joke. <laughs> yeah, that's it. We're done, boys. Well, yeah, yeah. In a bit. yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see you on the next one. Ciao. Yep.